0: Um, good morning everyone. I'm excited to get stuck into Psalm 139 with you this morning. Um, so I mean we've been in this time of isolation haven't we from being cut off from other people um, to maybe if, you, if you've been in a house with other people um, you've probably been spending a lot of time with them um, for some time now. So uh, perhaps uh, you've, you've got to know even more of uh the good the bad and the ugly of the, the person or the people that, that you live with um, just don't don't ask Hannah on that one um maybe also we've had some more time by by ourselves in our own company um so so let me ask you this morning how how well do you know yourself the good the bad and the ugly um we can of be told and hear a lot to 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 be yourself or the the new one is is you do you um but but what does that mean what what do those things mean i i remember a friend telling me that as a teenager this was the advice she was offered either explicitly or implicitly um she saw other people going off you know being themselves um and she just felt a bit stuck a bit a, a bit clueless really um But in Psalm 139, David paints us a picture of an identity that is is shaped first and foremost um, by, not by the pursuit of knowing ourselves, but by being known by God. Um, So this morning, we're going to look at what this psalm says uh, about being known by God, how this shapes and affects us, and how we respond in relationship to the one who knows us Uh, from so from verse one we read "O lord you have searched me and you know me you know when i sit and when i rise you perceive my thoughts from afar you discern my going out and my lying down you are familiar with all of my ways now i i bet we can all think of something that we used to hide from our parents um, from the from the relatively small and now probably quite funny that you can laugh about, you can have a joke about, uh, but also to, to the not so small, something we would we would never want our parents to know. And just in case my parents see this, pure, purely illustrative, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but wh- why don't why wouldn't we want our parents to know everything about us? Well, I think it's because. Because we want them to be proud of us, we want them to approve of us. We don't want their opinions of us, their love for us, to change. So when I hear, you are familiar with all of my ways, it's like, it's like there's an alarm uh, that goes off in my head, because uh, there, there are some of my ways, my thoughts my going out and lying down that, that I do not want anyone to know about. Um, if there were a video played on here of all uh, the moments in my life I was most embarrassed of, uh, most ashamed of, I would be absolutely mortified. Uh, I would not want to show my face ever again. So so how can I, uh, David or, or anyone, possibly suggest that to be totally known is, is a good thing. Well, if, if we follow and trust in Jesus, then, then when God looks uh, upon our life, when, when he judges us, we will not have that, that video of uh, our shame and, uh, and sin playing out before us to justify us. But instead, uh, as we stand before the one who knows all we have done and all that we are, Um, It will be the video of the perfect and holy life of Jesus that God will look upon instead. God is the one who knows us. Our Father who knows everything about us. He knew all our shame and embarrassment before it ever happened. Yet still he chose us. He still made us for relationship with him. Uh, verses 13 to 16 we read for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that full well my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in the secret place when i was woven together in the depths of the earth your eyes saw my unformed body all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be in in our minds it can be if we are known we will be rejected we will be found to be a fraud but but this is not what these verses say because we are known we are loved we have dignity and worth God delights to know us and sacrificed himself to be in relationship with us we are known and loved by our Father, if, if that is all we need to hear today. But this, this truth um, can at times feel, feel very distant and in, intangible. Um, God can't really know all of me. God can't both know and love me. Surely it must be the one or the other. And we see uh, David wrestling with this too in verse 11, where he says, If I say, Surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me. This, this uh, verse highlights David's and, and our own fear that we have a part of ourselves that is out of God's reach, out of his power to transform and redeem. I I cannot let God into that part of my life. I cannot bring that darkness, that deep shame before him. But God knows us and he is not surprised by our darkness, our struggles and our sin. So in this struggle, David affirms to himself, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. What what an incredible verse. Um, In God's presence, there is no darkness. If if we are a Christian, then there is not a single part of our lives, of our character, that this light does not reach. We have been fully redeemed in Christ. But if if we live in the shadow of verse 11, that the the darkness is too much, that the darkness will will hide me, Then, then we'll think, well, oh, yes I am known and loved by god, but but not not this part of me or if if I am going to keep uh, in god's good good books, then, then I must keep this part of me away from him, but you see, God doesn't know us or love us in part; God knows us totally the good, the bad, and the ugly to live. Uh, Under the idea that God knows us a bit, that his light reaches a part of me, that he's only transformed a part of me. Aside from being totally untrue and not in line with God's nature, his character, it is to totally rob God of his glory, of his total redemptive work in us. And, And it will leave us feeling trapped afraid to be open and vulnerable before God, and probably others too. David's identity, his self-awareness, is shaped by the fact that he is comprehensively known by God. David's life was, was far from perfect, and we read of some of his struggles towards the end of this psalm. He was not afraid to be open and vulnerable before God. He embraced the fact that he was known by God and knew freedom because of it. So let's let's have a look at what that freedom in relationship with God, being known by God, looks like in the rest of this psalm. So from verse 17, we read, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. Being known by God leads David to want to know God more. Being being known by God isn't something that David is is fleeing from in fear. He he knows the, the grace that has been given to him and wants to pursue God. To know deeper the one who knows him the deepest. We also see uh, the freedom David has in how how he shares his struggles and his anxieties with God. From verse 19, it says, um, If only you would slay the wicked, O God, away from me, you bloodthirsty men. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord, and abhor those who rise up against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Being known by God leads David to bring his struggles before him. What's your uh, go-to response to, to struggles and, and worries in, in your life? Uh, maybe maybe you, com- you complain to others, uh, or maybe you, you hold it in and, and stew. And to be honest, I, I lean towards the latter. Um, and this uh, can affect my walk with God and how I relate to other people. Um, I, I can see this, this can play out in, our, in my marriage to Hannah sometimes. Um, naturally, I can, I can stew over what worries or annoys me at any given point, rather than being open, um, honest and vulnerable with Hannah. But if I, if I hold back emotionally, we won't grow relationally and and I, will end up, I end up bitter. And uh, Hannah can, can tell generally when, when I'm not OK or when I'm upset with her uh, about something, um, and as much as I can think I am holding back, the, the bitterness will, will always leak out. And it's, it's only when we sit down and talk about what's bothering us, being honest and vulnerable, that our relationship deepens as we say sorry. Forgive each other and experience love and freedom. It is so much better when we talk openly about what is in our hearts. Now, God knows me so much deeper than Hannah or any other person ever could. So we don't we don't bring uh, what's going on in our heads and our hearts before God. So so He knows uh, what's happening. Um, we bring ourselves our thoughts, emotions, darkness, guilt, and shame to God so that we can grow relationally with him, that we may know him better. Knowing that he is known by God, that there is nothing hidden before him, David can bring all that is inside him to God. Um, and the psalm finishes with, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So uh, we started with, um, we started with, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. And, And whilst we've unpicked today what it means to be known by God, how that gives us such hope, security, and freedom through Christ. God could, could know me completely, and I could, I could not care less, in theory. It could be could be a totally one-way thing. Um, but, but reading this psalm, we are invited in to know God more. Our God who wove us together, sees us completely, and through Jesus does not treat us as we deserve. So at, at first glance, it seems... A bit odd to start with, God, you have searched me and know me, and end with, God, search me and know me. I mean, what's, what's, more, to, what's more to know? But, but in saying, know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts, David is inviting God to have total access to him relationally. He is surrendering himself to God. He is surrendering his anxieties and his desires, he is submitting to the one who knows him. To to know someone and be known by someone is to be vulnerable. Sometimes it, it is painful to be known. We've probably all experienced a time where someone knowing us or something about us has led to being let down, hurt or rejected. But to be fully known is to lay bare our greatest insecurities and fears before another. So so why is it a good thing to be known by God? Because through Jesus, he has given us access to and made us to know him. God made himself known to us in absolute vulnerability and weakness, so we can trust our absolute vulnerability and weakness to him. Jesus took our sin upon himself on the cross so that we could know the Father. This is what the one who knows us, the one who saw all our days before us, has done for us. So how how are you how am I uh, going to respond to the God who knows us this morning? Uh, this psalm it, it ends with a surrender, submitting to the one who knows me. We can, we can stay in, in that place of fear, seeking to protect and hide the, the darkest, loneliest corners of our hearts. Or we can say this morning, search me, O God. And know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. We were made to be known by God and to know him. Even in those darkest, most hidden parts of ourselves, God's light reaches us. Do we want that freedom of being known by and knowing God? Will we surrender and submit ourselves to the one who knows us this morning? Now, if, if as you hear about being, being known by God, your, your almost physical response is one of, of a tightness uh, and nervousness, I would love uh, to to pray with you this morning, or I'd really encourage you to to seek prayer with someone you trust, uh, your your community group leader, uh, a friend. Um, God created us. He wove us together for relationship, to be known and to know him. I'm just going to pray and then I'll hand back to Ajit. Father, thank you that you know us. Thank you that we can trust ourselves fully into your care and love for us. Thank you that you poured yourself out for us on the cross. I pray that this morning we would submit submit ourselves fully to you and seek to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen.